0: Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one, that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail until desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me, it's a place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means the sage and the pine. Out by the Truckee, silver.
1: Hello and welcome to Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. This is Jacob, and today's episode is a very special episode. Why do you ask? Well, because it's Nevada Day. That's right, it is October 31st. And while that is Halloween for most of us, including myself, um, it's also the state of Nevada's birthday. That's right, it's our birthday today. So in recognition of our birthday, we here at Wild and Free decided to make an extra special episode of the podcast. So we are history buffs. We love history. We love Nevada. So we put together a History of Nevada podcast episode for you. It's going to be a little bit different because we also like to embellish. So you're going to get a feel for that. Maybe everything's not incredibly factual, but it's pretty close, or at least the way we think it happened. Now, to start off the episode, you heard from two of our youngest and most dedicated fans, Lily and Sochi, and they provided us with their rendition of our state song, Home Means Nevada. And if you liked what you heard there, you may hear from them again later on in the episode. Unfortunately, none of us alive today were there in the mid-1990s, 1800s when our state was founded, but if we were, I think this is what we would have heard. It's the 1860s. The Civil War is raging throughout most of the United States. Territories across the country are being asked to take sides. States like Kansas join the Union to fight against slavery.
2: Ooh, I love Kansas City. That's in Missouri, idiot.
1: West Virginia joined to help the Confederates.
2: Mountaineers are always free. What's that now? Our motto here in West Virginia, Mountaineers are always free. But are they? Yes, of course, always.
1: Always? Always! Meanwhile, somewhere in the Utah Territory. Amelia, grab the wives and load them into the carriages. We're going into town.
2: But for the carriages in the shop, Brigham, we can only fit 34.
1: Well, just bring the most attractive ones. Leave Rhoda here. No, no, no. Further west than that. In what we now know as Nevada.
2: Did you see the size of that Comstock load? I sure did.
1: What are you fellas getting so excited about?
2: Hey, if you were there to see that load of silver spurting out of the ground, you'd be excited too.
3: Silber knob Saloon, what can I do you for? This is who? Fellas, there's a man on the phone for you. Says his name is Abraham Lincoln.
2: Hello? Uh, Hold on, hold on. Let me put you on speaker.
1: Hello, fellows. It's Honest Abe here. I need your help with something.
2: Wait a second. How do we know it's really Abe Lincoln?
1: Well, because I have the biggest hat. Of course.
2: Oh, that's right. I I see it now. I see it now. Very true, very true.
1: So, fellas, I don't know if you've heard about what's going on, but I could use your help with...
2: Vampire slaying?
1: What? No. What? Uh, Never mind. What I need is for you is to become a state.
2: Well, there's only a... One, two, three, four,
1: four... Eight of us here. I know. I know. But we need something... Really important from you.
3: (laughs) Our comstock love. (laughs) Comstock love.
1: (laughs) Jeez, no. I need your three electoral votes. Well,
2: now, Abe, I I don't know what that is, but uh, it sure does sound important.
1: What'll it take? Nothing big. Not like my hat. We just need you to write up a quick state constitution. I've even picked a name for you. Nevada.
3: Nevada. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, Nevada.
1: So, if you can get it to me by later today, we can make you a state by Halloween.
2: Good, because I got me a real nice Abraham Lincoln costume and I'd hate to see that big hat go to waste.
1: Now, hold on. My hat is the biggest.
2: Well, now, nah. I had mine custom made. I used three pelts for it.
1: Ha. I used four. Later that day.
3: All right, Lincoln, we're all finished. How do we send this load of documents to you?
1: Well, you have my aim handle, Big Black Hat
2: 69. Um, says the file's too big.
1: (laughs) You know, it's not the first time I've heard that.
2: Mm, Well, why don't we fax it to you?
1: Great idea. But, uh, I have to get off. You know, to receive it.
2: Yeah, yeah, Abe, uh, hang the phone up. Abe? Abe, you there? Uh, Okay, now hit send again. We're still getting a business signal. (laughs) God damn it, Abe, hang the phone up. Hey, I got it. Let's try our message. Yes, good job, good idea. Mm -hmm.
1: Meanwhile, in Abe's house, Mayor Todd, the dots are back. Wait... They're sending it. No, no, they went away again. Oh, they're back. Damn it. Why didn't I tell them to airdrop it?
2: They can't airdrop it. We haven't paid for the cloud this month. Wait, what were we thinking? Let's send it by telegram. Why, that telegram
3: would be bigger than the Comstock load.
2: <laughs> All right, now go get Cletus. He's the only telegraphographer in town.
3: That'll be three hundred, four hundred dollars. What? Three hundred, four hundred dollars. Cletus,
2: what in the Lord's name are you talking about?
3: You know, three, four, zero, zero.
2: That's thirty-four hundred, you idiot. And why do you sound like a Chinaman all of a sudden? (laughs)
3: That's what I said, man. Three hundred, four hundred.
1: For those of you keeping track at home... That would be $103,000 today. Now, two days later...
2: the telegraph is done. I'm glad to see your voice is back to normal, Cletus. Well, it's about damn time. almost made me miss my tricks or treats.
3: Did that hat get even bigger?
2: I added two pails. Lincoln? (laughs) Heh.
1: I just added four pelts to my hat. It's the best, biggest news.
3: Okay, okay, okay. We get it. You have the biggest hat.
1: Oh, yeah. The best and the biggest.
2: Did you get the telegraph?
1: I did, boys. And thank you. I'm very proud of you. I've sent you a gift as a token of my appreciation.
2: Well, ain't that nice of you. Let's open this up here. Is this a tiny hat? (laughs) heh,
1: heh. Don't you forget who is the biggest. As we were doing research for this Nevada Day episode, we actually found what we think is probably the inspiration for the modern day gossip website media company TMZ. I don't know, you be the judge, but this is pretty convincing to us.
4: The murder mystery of murders of murders of Archibald Stewart. Owner of Stewart Ranch, father of four, and husband of Helen Stewart, was murdered. <laughs> Rumor has it that after a few beers were consumed on the Kyle Ranch, a neighboring ranch, Archibald, or Archie as he was known, was shot dead after he told his neighbor that his wife looked like an old Rhoda Young and that he should find another lady to marry so he could show his face in town <laughs> <Okay>. again. <laughs> That's money. That kyle understandably ended mr stewart's life as it was none other than the golden girl star betty white whom stewart insulted tmz and telegraph tmz 1884.
1: nevada is not just known for the gambling the beautiful scenery the brothels no Back in the mid-20th century, Nevada was the place that you would come if you wanted to get a divorce. At the time, Nevada had the shortest waiting period, just six short weeks to get yourself a divorce. So people from all over the country came to one of our many divorce ranches so that they could wait that six weeks and then divorce their partner. Now, as it happens, many people on these beautiful ranches found their new partner. Here is one such love story. So, I
4: waited for you all night on the rooftop at the Stardust. I had a basket prepped and everything. I had packed that upside-down pineapple cake for us and the the tuna casserole. You should have seen it. The... Oh, and the cranberry juice! Oh, you should have seen it—the mushroom cloud was so beautiful. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful.
3: Good heavens! I swear to God, that thing is gonna cause some fish to grow three heads. Of oh,
4: hush you now! Bad job. Oh, you hush now! But the lights are so pretty. Anyways, uh, I had to tell ya, I ran into Bert, and he was telling me about the uh, renov- the renovations they they're making at the uh, the old Stardust, and they added stars to the pylon, and it's looking mighty brilliant. Anyways, since you had no. Uh, No words on that. I digress. Uh, How come you didn't come, my darling?
3: I, uh, I, uh, received a troubling message from John last night.
4: Oh, what'd you hear at the ranch? What, here at the ranch? What, did, what'd you hear something at the ranch? How'd he find you?
3: I suppose one of the girls at the factory told him. Anywho he sounded very sad i'm sure he was drunk he pleaded with me yeah yeah but he told me not to go through with it
4: oh gracious gracious and what'd you say did you tell him about us
3: oh my no 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 no. he doesn't need to know about that it's enough i up and left him to come here to this peacock-infested ranch to get a divorce And have left the children, too?
4: Oh. Well, hush now, my little sagebrush. Once you've gotten your divorce, we'll call that lawyer of yours, you know, the one with the billboard out by the green shack.
3: What you talking about? Oh, yes,
4: you know the Cornelia something or other, you know, with the the dress there. You know, the 1-800-ATOMIC. Oh. Catchy phone rendering yeah, thing. Yeah, Song. Yeah.
3: You betcha, you betcha. The Atomic Shooby Dooby, Atomic Shooby Dooby Doo. Yes, that, yeah,
4: that's, yeah, you betcha.
1: In researching for this episode, we visited some local antique shops in search of Nevada paraphernalia, but instead we found some really cool old postcards. Now, these postcards. ...are from a worker at some mysterious place here in Nevada to his, I miss only can only assume, wife. Um, and in the interest of science and history, I'm going to read them to you now. April 5th, 1943. Dear Jules, I'm not sure what we're building out here. There's just a flat land and lots of sand. There are very strange lights out here at night. They like to hover above our tents. We can't see who's driving those lights... But I hope it's not them Nazis. I hear they like watching people sleep. With love, Johnny. June 1st, 1943. I found out from Fred that this place is called Groom Lake. There ain't no water here, so I think old Fred has a problem with the devil's juice. He says his dad used to explore the mines out here. I think he's full of sandstone. Last night, I dreamt of a little gray tiny human who came into my tent and whispered in my ear, I think Fred was talking in his sleep again. Love, Johnny. July 9th, 1943. Dear Jules, it's hot out here. Not like it is in Tennessee, but like we are on the sun. I swear my hair is going to burn off. It's actually started to burn off my arm. And it's weird. It's in the shape of a triangle, and it itches. Also, my ass itches. I'm not sure why. I think it's the heat. Love, Johnny. July 16th, 1943. Dear Jules, time is really weird here. Last night I fell asleep at sundown and I woke up an hour later, except Fred said it was a day later. Probably he was drunk, but he said he gave it up after a night with Gary. I don't know, Gary. When I woke up, though, my ass was still itchy and a little sore. Must have been those beans. With love, Johnny. August 3rd, 1943. Dear Jules, I woke up in the middle of the night to Fred and a little gray man standing above me. I was naked. It must have been a dream. Fred would never, and that little thing can't be real, right? I can't wait to come home. My butt hurts because all this bad food, and I don't like the way Fred is acting. Love, Johnny. December 25th, 1985. Yeah, folks, 1985? Really? Dear Jules, I hear Gary at night. He talks in my head. My ass itches. I don't sleep. I want to come home. Fred says I'm leaving tomorrow. I'll see you soon. I lost my hair yesterday. I also have wrinkles now. I hope you still love me. Johnny. In the same stack of postcards, I found these undated ones from Harry to his father. I'm going to read them because they're also pretty interesting. Father, I finally finished my engineering degree. Now I'm off to Nevada to work for the government. I've been told it's isolated, but Las Vegas is nearby, so I'll have things to do on the weekends. Where I'll be living is not on a map, so I can't tell you where I'll be. Love, Harry. Father, this place is real weird. Not Topeka weird. There aren't the Johnson brothers rolling around town in just their bathrobes, but this is really weird. I can only go into a few of the buildings, and at night there are some loud barking noises. I don't know. My boss says not to worry. I haven't. Yet. Love, Harry. Father, last night we had an earthquake, or at least I thought it was. At first, I thought it was Tank upstairs, who occasionally falls out of his bed. It's real funny, Uh, but it wasn't Tank. During the shaking, you could see flashing lights outside. After about 15 minutes, it got quiet again, but I couldn't sleep, so I went for a walk. I must have laid down at some point during the walk, because I woke up on the ground a few hours later, and I had walked a real long way. Love, Harry. I don't know about you, dear listeners, but I'm pretty interested to see what happened to our friend Harry here. If you have any updates, or if you found any postcards about him, please let me know. Um, You can email us, or find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, that's where we like to hang out. If you're like me, you thought Nevada only had 16 counties. That's not true. In 1987, the state legislature created our 17th county which was called Bullfrog County. Now, Bullfrog County was in the southern part of Nye County and was completely enclosed by that county. Now, it was created because the state legislature wanted to stop the creation of the Yucca Mountain Nuclear Waste Repository. So Congress nationwide wanted to create this place where nuclear waste would be deposited. But the state of Nevada said, no, thank you, because we're wild and free, right? So we said, no, thank you. Now, imagine if this county still existed. We'd need people to live there, right? Families, etc. So, this is the PSA that was created by the Bullfrog County Visitors and Convention Authority, but unfortunately never was used. Why should you move to Bullfrog County, Nevada? Friendly neighbors.
2: Does this rag smell like chloroform?
1: Outdoor activities
2: such great wildlife on the Yucca Mountain Trail. Gosh golly, I love the purple trees.
1: No traffic. Get down off the fence. Get down now. Great schools. A thriving arts and culture scene.
2: I painted this piece with the blood of the dead.
1: Plenty of recreation.
3: Timmy, use your third hand to throw that baseball.
1: Great for small businesses, like this one. Three holes in the wall. Um, that's three holes in them all. Not to mention our quiet and sleepy cul-de-sacs. Hey, move the barrels. Wait, oh, don't drop that one. (laughs) Bullfrog County, Nevada, if you lived here, you'd be dead by now. Well, that's it here for our very special Nevada Day episode of Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast.
3: Comstock Load was written and performed by Jacob Murdoch, Allison Yanez, and local children's theater director, actor, and comedian Anna Alred. Divorce Ranch Tales was written and performed by Allison Yanez and local actor, director, and playwright Oliver Jones.
1: As always, we couldn't have done this episode without our fantastic crew.
3: As always, this episode was produced by Jose Sotelo, research assistance by Ashley Pacheco, creative assistance by Berta Gutierrez, and your sometimes comedic, always-woke co-hosts, Jacob Murdoch and Allison Yanez.
1: So much energy, Allison. Thank you. And how could we forget the dog in the Den of Descent, the wonderful Concha Queen Raven? And the music in today's episode was from Purple Planet Music at www.pureplanet.com purple-planet.net yeehaw
0: so um so we have a surprise, surprise guest today Jacob we should check out his podcast yep called wild and free a Badborn podcast must put Badborn podcast because if you don't it's not gonna work I've tried it, and I've heard some voices that are not his, so you You don't don't want to go there. (laughs) That's that's
1: actually going on the podcast. (laughs) That statement's going on there. Hands down.
0: So, you don't want to go there.